I was going to share today because Ian isn't here, but now Liani is going to share because she is here as well. And um, it's a really happy day for me uh, to introduce Yanni. She um, has worked with AIM for many, many years. Um, Ian and I first met her in the late 70s and uh, before we went to Africa, and she was a real blessing to us. I said I was going to say things that might embarrass her, and she said she'd shut her ears. <laughs> but having met Yanni, I remember saying to Ian, that's who I want to be like. And I haven't attained it, but there's still hope. Um, but it's such a joy to have Yanni here today. Uh, Yanni van der Klis, um, Yanni is from Holland, or Netherlands, Holland? What you said? Netherlands, um, <laughs> but currently living in Ireland. So um, she's just going to share a little of her journey with God with us now. I say a little of her, her journey. Yanni has such a long story, a wonderful story, um, and we haven't got time for that today, unfortunately. Um, but bless you, Yanni. And, uh, Thank you. Well, this is a very unexpected pleasure for me um, you know, my accent betrays me. I know that you immediately know that I was not born in Northern Ireland, at least not in Northern Ireland. Uh, I come from the Netherlands. I just want to put this right. Holland is the trade name, okay? <laughs> I come from the Netherlands, and, um, you know, only two provinces in the country are called Holland, so I'm not from that part of the country. I come from the Netherlands. But it is a lovely pleasure for me to be with you here this morning. I've been a missionary. Well, I went out to Africa for the first time in 1970, which is long before many of you were born. And uh, it has been my privilege I'm in my 79th year now, and if I were 25 years younger, I would be on my way again immediately. I love being a carrier of the good news. You know, in 1959, which is, which is again long before many of you were born, there was World Refugee Year in Europe, and with a group of young people, I went to the refugees in Austria, and I saw two Dutch missionaries at work there, and God called me. Now, you know, many people say, well, how does God call you? But you know, if you are a Christian, you know that voice in your heart that says, this is for you. And, and, and that's what happened to me when I was in Austria, when I saw people. I didn't see the need. Of course I saw the need. I mean, it was desperate what these people were living in and what they were sort of destined for because most of the people had already left for other countries and it was older people and sick people that were left. But I saw what God can do through the gospel. I saw people made alive. I saw them being changed from the inside out. Something that only God can do, but you know what, what, what we can be the messengers of. And, and that's what called me into mission when I saw that and God said to me, Yanni, this gospel is now in you and with you and I want you to take it somewhere else. I went to Africa first in 1970. I've had the privilege of working in three different countries in Africa. 
I've even been to South Korea to try it out there and see what it was like over there to help the mission again. But it has been such a privilege to, you know, to stand in a Muslim home and to, to know as a Christian that Jesus is in you and to stand in the Muslim home and say to yourself, because I'm here, Jesus is here. That's an immense privilege. And you know, when you go and visit, and you may not be able to say very much in someone's home, remember, when you were there, and if you were a Christian, and you know Jesus as your Savior, when you were there, Jesus is there. Now, the world has changed a lot. I mean, I've changed a lot. I still go to Africa, by the way, every year, and I'm just back and... It looks as if I'm going again, and for as long as God gives me breath and legs and ears, I'll be going again. But, you know, what, what a privilege it is, and you get so many, so many uh, friends, of course, in Africa as well. There are grandchildren of mine. I'm, I'm not married, by the way, and I have no children, but I've got children and grandchildren, and it's just, it's just lovely. But, you know, I get the impression, and I'm just going in these two more minutes that I have shared with you. I see when I come home that a lot of people in churches want to be involved somehow. You know, have you ever been, some of you might have been to Israel, and I've seen it in Africa many a, a time, when people stand on the edge of a river and they have this enormous, I mean, it's a skill, you know, they throw the net in the river and then they draw it slowly back and they just stand with their feet in in the water, but they're still on terra firma. And, and, you know, and then they hold back that net, and very often there is some fish in, and of course they need that and take it home. But I also read in the scriptures, and that's what the disciples did very often, you know, they threw the net and they were still standing on the edge. But I also read in the Bible that they were on the lake, in a boat, out of their depth, and they were fishing, but, you know, with storms and what have you. You know, I get the impression in our churches that we don't mind standing on the edge and doing something as long as we can go home at night. You see what I mean? You know, if I had the chance again, and I sincerely mean that, I would be off again tomorrow. I'm too old for that now, and I can still go for a month or three months, but, but that's about all. If I had my life all over again, and I'm not bragging, and I'm not trying to sort of make it nicer, that I've, I've cried many tears on the mission field. It's tough out there, but it's immensely rewarding when you know that you are in the will of God doing what he wants you to do. And he will look after you, Never mind what all the excuses might be when you stand on the edge of the river. Go into the, di- into the deep. God will, God will be there with you. You know, the world is in desperate need of the gospel. There are people that have never heard. There is a Muslim world that needs to hear. Never mind what the consequences might be. And so, you know, I, would, I, I tell you, I mean, if I, if I could take a pick this morning of people that I want to urge to the mission field, I would do it right now. But listen to God's voice in your heart, because he has a work for you to do. Here is your verse, your verse for today. For we are God's workmanship, created 
into in, in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. So we are created to, good, to do good works. That's the first thing. Which God has prepared in advance for us to do. Now the question then to me is, have I found out what they are? Because they're already prepared. You know, does God want you to go somewhere out of your comfort zone? Have you found out yet? It's there, prepared for you in advance to do. Well, I think I'm very thankful that I found some of those good works in my life. And it's not over yet, I don't think so.